Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Boer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. What's up, my loves? Welcome back to the Healthy and Happy Podcast. My name is Julie Boer. I'm so excited that you are here with me today. And let's just be upfront and completely transparent about something. It's been a hot minute since your girl uploaded a podcast. And I just want to talk about that for a second because I know that I shouldn't have to be like, oh my God, this is my introduction back into the podcast world. But I just want to give you a behind the scenes look of what was going through my mind, why I stopped podcasting for just a little bit there, probably about a month or so, and why I'm getting back into it. I think it's something whether you have a podcast or not, you can probably relate to because it had something to do with a little thing I like to call self-confidence <laughs> and not taking taking action when you're unsure of which direction you should go in. So I'm a busy gal for the most part. I work a job and I do nutrition coaching and I do a lot of stuff. And my main priority obviously is my clients, working with them one-on-one and my job at the gym and being invested in my normal day-to-day life. So when it comes to things like Instagram or blogging or podcasting, all of them I absolutely love to do but they are plus ones, if you will. They are just extra free resources that I share for my clients and for potential clients or even just to help people out who are listening to this who are struggling with food and body image. So whenever my life gets crazy busy or whenever I'm lacking self-confidence in the direction that I'm going, the podcast, the blog, the Instagram, the social media, all of that is the first thing to kind of fall to the wayside. Now, the takeaway message for you here is do not wait until you have the whole big picture figured out in order to take the next right step. There would be so many days when I would think to myself, podcast, I should podcast. I would write it on my weekly calendar. If you guys remember the episode I did about planning on my week, every single week for the past month I've had record a podcast. And I just was not in the headspace where I felt like it would be perfect, so I didn't record it at all, which I know goes against all the advice that I've ever given you because done is better than perfect. I know that, you know that, we all know that, but it's easier said than done sometimes, and I just felt like every time I had the intention of sitting down to press record, I would get in my head about it, and I'd be like, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about, but the reason actually I came back to doing this podcast is because I found out that under holistic nutrition or something like that, I don't know, people have been finding this podcast from not my social media, which is insane to me. People have been finding me under holistic nutrition on Spotify. I think that's what it was. And then I had somebody join my Facebook group. A couple people joined my Facebook group because they found the podcast. It's just 
absolutely insane to me. So I'm like, okay, obviously what I'm doing is making an impact. Even if in my mind, my podcast is not perfect and I compare myself to much larger podcasts, that is not the point. The point here is not about me. It's about you. It's about helping you transform your life. And if I can share free resources like this podcast, like my Facebook group, like my Instagram or my blog or any way that you like to absorb information into your life, the point is that I'm doing this to make your life better. And this is a lesson for you too, because if you're shying away from sharing your gifts and talents with the world in something that you know could genuinely be helpful to someone else because you don't feel good enough and you feel insecure and you're comparing yourself to the next girl, you are doing the world a huge, huge disservice. And that's what I had to remind myself that it's not about me. It's about the people that I want to serve. It's about you. It's about showing up for you every single day, even when I don't feel good enough, because in the end, that actually makes me a better person too. So moral of the story, if there's something in your life right now that you're avoiding because you don't feel ready enough, you don't feel good enough, you want to have the whole big picture laid out before you, before you even take one step, it doesn't work like that. You just have to take the first right step that you know to make. Take the next step. So for me, that is recording a podcast at 9.30 p.m. on a Sunday when your girl is usually in bed right now because I did not want to wait around until Monday. I literally said to myself, it's okay. Just write it on your to-do list for tomorrow. Just wake up, record the podcast, then you can upload the podcast tomorrow and all will be dandy. And I'm like, you know what? What do you tell people who are trying to start a nutrition program or they're trying to make a lifestyle change or they're trying to run a business or they're trying to do anything? Do you tell them to start on Monday? Hell no. You say start right now. So here I am not feeling good enough, practicing what I preach, getting dirty, getting deep and dirty in the trenches. I don't even know if that's a thing, (laughs) but I'm showing up even when I don't want to. So the reason I'm transparent about that and share that with you is that we all have unique gifts and talents in this world. And it is selfish of us not to share those because we don't feel good enough. There is not one person in this world who is confident 100% of the time. And my hope is that by sharing that openly with you, that you can take it, you can run with it, you can see behind the scenes of people that you might look up to or you aspire to be like, or that you just respect as a person and understand that we all have insecurities and there's not one person in this world that doesn't have an insecurity. So you have to understand that the insecurity will be there, but you just have to act. And when you act, you build confidence. A lot of people think that you have to have confidence before you act. It's actually the other way around. You act and then you build the confidence. So because I am in integrity with myself, I have self-integrity and I'm recording this podcast right now. I'm not waiting till Monday. I'm going to feel great when I'm done with this. I'm going to have that little boost of confidence and self-esteem. And of course, the biggest benefit is that you will be benefited by me showing up, me recording this podcast. So I really, truly hope that you get something out of it. So let's dive into the episode. In today's episode, we are talking about a little epiphany I had about how sometimes we can self-sabotage when we feel too happy by numbing ourselves with food. So we're going to get into that, but first I want to share with you my eight-week intensive nutrition coaching program, that's a mouthful, (laughs) that is coming up. I'm going to start it on January 1st. So I'm looking for five women that I'm going to work with intimately one-on-one for eight weeks to completely transform your relationship with food and your body. 
So if you are struggling with the all or nothing mentality, you find that you're binge eating and then not eating anything at all, or you're struggling with the way you feel when you look in the mirror, you just look in the mirror and you beat yourself up. You talk shit to yourself all the time, which I get it. I've been there. If you want to learn how to treat yourself like your own best friend, if you want to learn how to take care of yourself, both physically and emotionally, and you really want to break the bad cycle of all or nothing when it comes to your nutrition, I want to help you. So what we're going to do is we're going to hop on a call, just a 15 or 20 minute free phone call. We're going to see if we're a good fit. We're going to dive into everything that you're struggling with and I will see if I can genuinely help you. And the only way I want to work with you is if I feel I can genuinely help you. So there is nothing to lose. Go ahead, hop on over to julieboer.com slash coach and sign up for that free call. You just fill out a quick questionnaire, you scroll down to the bottom and then you can actually schedule in the free call right there on on the webpage. Amen. Hallelujah for technology. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> okay, let's get into the episode. I was on a walk with Mark's family tonight, and I actually just got back from visiting my family in Ohio. So for those of you who don't know, which is probably 90% of you, I was actually born in Ohio, and I moved to Florida when I was two years old. So I technically say that I was raised in Florida because two years old, you know, that's pretty young. It's pretty young. I grew up in Florida, and then recently I moved to Canada about a little over a year ago, and I'm now a permanent resident here because my husband been is from Canada and we decided to make move up here. But that is not the point. <laughs> We're not getting into the whole nitty gritty of my whole entire childhood, okay? Because that would take a while and we don't need to go through that turmoil right now, girl. You know what I'm saying? But I was walking <laughs> after dinner with Mark's family and he has an amazing family and I had an amazing time at Thanksgiving with my family too. And I got this huge overwhelming sense of gratitude. I just felt so happy. We were laughing. I cried last night because I had to say goodbye to my mom. And it was just, it's been a whirlwind of emotions the past few days. But we were on this walk. We were having a great time. We were laughing. We were shooting the shit, if you want to call it that. And I randomly got this intense craving for cereal. Now, number one, when you are trying to overcome your emotional eating or your habitual patterns when it comes to nutrition, self-awareness is key. So in the moment when I started to get this strong craving for cereal, which we just had dinner, we had a big dinner, and then we even had dessert after this delicious blueberry cobbler that his mom made. Oof, girl, it's so good. So there was absolutely no reason that I should be physically, physiologically hungry at the time. And so I took a step back. They were all talking and chatting and I kind of got quiet for a second. I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, what am I truly hungry for right now? That is the number one question that helped me overcome my binge eating days is asking myself, what am I truly hungry for right now? And it's still a habit that I put in place in my own life. And I have my clients ask themselves when they are about to eat, especially if they are struggling with emotional eating. So here I am trying to practice what I preach because that's obviously the theme of this podcast. And I was like, why? What am I hungry for? I'm obviously not physically hungry. So what is it? And I had this epiphany and I just had to share this damn podcast with you tonight because oof, 
it was just, it blew my mind. So if you've ever read the book, The Big Leap, I talk about it a lot. It's by Gay Hendricks. And essentially, The Big Leap talks about how we self-sabotage when we get to a certain level of happiness or joy or any kind of good emotion in our lives. We all have an upper limit to which we accept happiness into our lives. And each of us has a unique upper limit. For some people, it might just be a little bit of bliss that you allow yourself. For other people, it could be a lot of bliss you allow yourself before you self-sabotage. But for me, I find that because I grew up an only child, whenever I'm in a family or a social environment with a lot of people, I tend to get overwhelmed. I tend to shy away and I tend to kind of close up my shell in order to protect myself. So I noticed that happening when I was on the walk as I was trying to ask myself, what am I truly hungry for? And I had this epiphany where I was like, oh my God, I am upper limiting myself right now. It's funny how these self-development terms become a verb, but like I'm upper limiting myself right now, like things I think about on a walk on a Sunday night. Anyways, so I said to myself, I'm upper limiting myself right now. I want to eat cereal. I got this strong, intense craving for cereal because I know that if I eat cereal, that's my way of shying away, being a hermit crab and not having to experience this joy that is uncomfortable to me because I never experienced this in my childhood around a bunch of people my age. It was always me and a bunch of adults. And I know this is so deep because you could just be like, Julie, you're just craving cereal. It's not a big deal. But when you are craving food for another reason than physical or physiological hunger, which means your stomach is growling, maybe you're a little bit lightheaded, maybe your blood sugar's dropping and you're starting to get a little bit hangry. There was no, none of that. I was not actually hungry. I was craving. There's a difference between true hunger and cravings. And cravings usually come from a place of wanting to numb yourself out to an emotion. So for me, like I said, the past couple days have been highs and lows, highs and lows. I saw all my family. I saw my mommy. I haven't seen her in so long and that was just the best feeling in the whole entire world and then I experienced the lows of having to leave and come back to Canada without my family and I cried and I was just very sad for a little while and I let myself truly feel that and experience that because I know from experience that trying to eat it away or trying to bottle it up or numb out by using food is never a solution and it never ends up working so I just let myself cry I let myself feel it and then tonight when I'm in a happy situation where I have absolutely no reason to be upset or sad or want to numb out, I realize that I have an upper limit to which I allow myself to experience joy. And my upper limit was like, (laughs) the alarm was going off because it's like, you're going into uncharted territory. (laughs) You are not used to experiencing this much joy in a group of people. Come back down to normal because our bodies just try to keep us safe. Our bodies want us to be comfortable. And when we experience something new, like working out for the first time or trying to change our bodies or trying to change our eating habits, it's very uncomfortable for us. And our bodies are just like, no, you're not used to experiencing this happiness, which sounds counterintuitive because it's like you would just think you would want more of it. But it comes down to a self-esteem issue. Truly, at the end of the day, it is a value and belief system 
that is ingrained in myself that I believe that I am not worthy of holding my own or being happy or being social or being out there and fitting in with a large group of people. And that's something that I have noticed since I've started hanging out with Mark's family more because they are all my age. And like I said, I've never been around that growing up. So it's something that I am deconditioning myself to. And I caught myself in the moment. Like I said, self-awareness is key. And so in the moment I caught myself, I said, number one, what am I really hungry for right now? What am I trying to avoid? What am I trying to numb out to? And I realized that it was this underlying belief that I'm not good enough. I believe that I'm not good enough. It's not true that I'm not good enough, but because I had the awareness and I took a step back, I took a deep breath and I was able to disassociate myself from that emotion and ask myself the question, what am I really hungry for? Just that five second question allowed me to not go home and binge eat cereal or just numb out by eating food. I was able to stay in the moment, understand that I'm good enough. I said to myself, Julie, you are worthy of this experience. You are worthy of fitting in. You are a wonderful person. You have so much to contribute to this conversation. Just continue to laugh and be joyful and have fun. And guess what? I came home. I don't crave cereal at this moment. I'm not craving cereal. I love cereal. Your girl loves cereal. Let's be real. But I am not in the emotional state where I'm like, oh my God, that was so overwhelming. I just need to come home. And this is my way of unwinding and relaxing is eating this bowl of cereal because I know that that cereal is not going to fill me up. I talk about this all the time, but there's a concept that's called primary foods and secondary foods. Think of secondary foods as the type of foods that you eat. So it's like cereal, avocado, chicken, anything that that is a physical food in front of you. Then there's something called primary foods and primary foods are the things that fill us up that aren't really food at all. So it's that emotional connection. It's going on a long walk and laughing. It's enjoying somebody's company over dinner and dessert and just being there fully present, having a good time and not overeating and not feeling like you need to numb yourself out to the situation because you deserve to be there. So I wanna hear from you. Have you ever been in a situation, maybe you're an only child like me, and you get overwhelmed in these certain situations. Have you ever felt like that? Have you ever felt like you wanted to run home and numb out to food? And just another note on that that I want to end with is that me telling myself that I'm not worthy, that I don't fit in in large social situations, that I can't hold my own in a conversation with a large group of people, those are all stories I tell myself. That is what I have been conditioned to believe over the years because that is a belief that I held for so long. And so when you hold a belief about something, that's what shows up in your life. So if you believe that you are overweight, you most likely will become overweight because your mind, whenever you're making food choices, says, eh, well, you're already overweight. So what would an overweight person do? Which is why you have to rewire your mind. You have to change your story. You have to tell yourself that you are a healthy and fit person. And then you start acting like a healthy and fit person. And you ask yourself the question, what would a healthy and fit person choose to do in this situation? What would a person who is not emotionally attached to food choose in this situation? Would they choose the big bowl of cereal or would they choose to continue laughing and having fun and allowing themselves to experience a full spectrum of emotions, whether it's sadness, whether it's happiness, understanding that it's all part of life. So I know we got real deep. (laughs) This all came from a damn bowl of cereal. I know it's real deep, but that's how my brain works. And I just felt like I needed to share this with you because I felt like you needed to hear this tonight. So if you did, we 
will you please, please, please screenshot this episode and share it on Instagram. Tag me at healthnutjulie. And I actually have been posting Facebook lives in my healthy and happy Facebook group. So I will leave a link to that in the show notes for this episode. But if you just want to search healthy and happy I think it's called Healthy and Happy Nutrition and Lifestyle Tips. If you search that on Facebook, you should be able to find it, but I'll leave it in the show notes. It's a free Facebook group. It's just a way for us to connect. It's a way for me to show up on video so you guys can actually see my face. (laughs) You can ask me questions and it can be more interactive because I love podcasting. It's awesome, but it's literally me sitting in my living room right now alone and just talking into a microphone for 30 minutes. (laughs) So I love when I get the chance to interact with you guys. I love hearing from you when you DM me on Instagram. I love getting on these coaching calls with you and getting to know you, getting to know your problems and how I can help you solve them. And I just love interacting with you and getting to know you better and helping you make your life even just a little bit better. So I hope that's what this podcast does for you. I hope it's just a little beacon of light in your life. One of my mottos in life is be the light. If you want to adopt that, you can. I think it's great because it just means showing up in every situation. When you walk into a room, you're the one who lights up the room because you just have that special something in you that lights everybody's soul on fire. So I hope to be that spark for you so that you can be that spark for someone else. And then we just create a ripple effect of sparks around the world. If you want to take advantage of that eight-week intensive mentorship nutrition coaching program, please, please sign up for a free call with me. I would love to chat with you. If you have any questions, you can shoot me a DM on Instagram. We can chat about it. I'll send you the link to sign up or just go to julieboer.com slash coach. Like I said, if you want to completely transform your relationship with food and your body in those eight weeks, we can make it happen, sister. I'd be so happy to work with you and help you reach your goals. So I will talk to you in the next one because guess what? I'm good enough to be on this damn podcast and you are good enough to do whatever it is that you want to do in life. So keep pushing forward. Don't let those little fear gremlins suck you down. Keep you small. You gotta rise above and you gotta just take the next right step. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.